Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I have an absolute treat for you today as I was lucky enough to interview Brad Lee. Now, Brad is an absolute expert in the world of sales. He's an entrepreneur, the founder of Lightspeed VT, which we'll talk about in the interview. Uh, He's a motivational speaker and influencer and an all-round just very inspiring guy. If you guys listen to the debrief of the Elevator Bootcamp, the podcast episode that I did a few weeks back, uh, Brad was one of the speakers at that event and that's what initially got me to to contact and reach out to Brad and see if he'd be interested in talking and you know, a massive thanks to him for uh, allowing me to have that opportunity and you guys are going to get a lot of value from today's episode. I was absolutely pumped. I got up at 3.30am for this podcast to record it as Brad's over in the States um, and I spent the rest of the day just absolutely pumped to continue on with what I'm doing and, and hopefully you guys uh, finish up after this episode feeling the same way and motivated to continue to crush your goals. In the episode, we're going to go over Brad's five factors to success and he mentions that this is just a few of the factors that come into play when it comes to becoming uh, becoming successful in whatever you're doing, but these will have a massive impact. So, if you get some value from today's show, which I know you will, make sure you take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, tag myself, tag Brad, the real Brad Lee is his Instagram uh, handle. We'd love to get your feedback, but for now, let's just get stuck into the interview and I hope you guys really, really enjoy it. All right, Brad, uh, man, it's an absolute pleasure to to have you on the show today. Uh, we were talking about just before we started this interview that I was lucky enough to come and listen to you speak at the Elevator Bootcamp and I actually did a full a full episode on this podcast kind of debriefing that day and, and your your chat was one of the ones that I really, that kind of stuck, uh, stuck out the most. So, uh, man, I'm appreciative that you're, you've joined us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. It's going to be good fun and I know the audience is going to get a lot out of today and I mentioned to you before that I'd love to have a chat about your five things to do to uh, to become successful in life and now you've done some amazing things, um, obviously with Lightspeed TV and um, you've got a very successful podcast and you're an amazing speaker and the people that listen to the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast uh, are all about becoming successful and taking bits and pieces from people in different fields that have become successful and um, I think success leaves clues, as they say. So before we get stuck into those five things, do you want to give us a quick kind of rundown for those that don't know who Bradley is, uh, what you've done so far up until this point? Yes. Well, I started a company 20 years ago called Lightspeed VT, like virtual training. Yep. Don't go to Lightspeed TV. I said TV. Sorry, my bad. It's, it's yeah, too early for me here. VT. That's all right, but don't go there or, or, or make sure you're over 18 if you do because Lightspeed TV apparently, <laughs> I found out, is not the place you want to go. <laughs> so Definitely don't go there, guys. Yeah, so I created a company called Lightspeed Virtual Training, which happens to do business with some of the top brands, celebrities, subject matter experts, and companies on earth as well as some you've never heard of. But we specialize in helping people train and educate 
their audience. So whether it's an employee or whether it's a fan or whether it's a, you know, customer, our technology is probably the only actual learning technology that exists. So there's a lot of online learning systems, but most of those are really just hosting solutions. When ours was designed to actually make sure people learn and, and skill up. So over the last 20 years, I've just built, been building that company. Prior to that, I was just, you know, bouncing around like everybody else, selling cars, selling RVs, selling art, um, you know, from job to job and really kind of wandering and lost until I started following these five steps. And next thing you know, you know, we're doing millions of dollars a year in revenue and, and, and rapidly expanding. I believe quite confidently that within the next three to five years, we'll be a multi-billion dollar organization. That's unreal. That's amazing. And what was the motivation to start uh, to actually start Lightspeed VT? Like you mentioned that you're obviously selling cars and, and becoming pretty successful in, in the sales world. So what was that motivation to start something that's going to be able to help so many people? Well, you know, when I started out, I didn't know it was my motivation, but you know, when I was, when I was a little bit younger, I, I knew a guy that, you know, worked very hard and had incredible ethics and integrity and ultimately couldn't really afford to get Christmas presents under the tree every year and the right clothes on his kid to go to school in. So they got bullied. And I just saw that, you know, everybody trying to sell us that hard work is all you have to do or, you know, have integrity and that's all you have to do. Uh, I just witnessed that that's a lie. And I know a lot of hardworking people with ethics and integrity and they're, they're not doing too well. They're, they're, you know, struggling. So if everyone wants to say hard work is all you need, well then why are a lot of hardworking, good individuals not making money? And yeah, so, so my vision, what I would wish happened in the world is that the 1% increased to 99%. I want the whole world to be successful. And I believe that with the right knowledge, success is guaranteed, guaranteed, but you have to have the right knowledge. There's people going out of business every day because they don't have the right knowledge. They don't know where to get the right loan. They don't know how to fill out the application. They don't know how to hire and train good people. They don't know how to close a deal. They don't know how to create the product better. Whatever the reason is, there's people all over the world going out of business. There's people getting divorced. There's people gaining weight. There's people with health problems. Why? Because they don't have the right information or they would not be in those situations. Now, we could argue that because there are people that they know full well how to eat correctly, but they don't. Well, then they don't have the right information on how to change that. Nobody wants to be fat and unhealthy. Yeah. Nobody Nobody wants to go out of business. So what, for whatever reason, people want to argue my point. I can show them that the knowledge they had or have is not the right knowledge. So my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. And that's why I built Lightspeed because you can't scale and speak a hundred different languages and spend enough time it requires to learn by, by doing it in person. So that's my passion and that's my vision and that's our goal here at Lightspeed. It's to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it so we can live in a more successful world. And for whatever that rate mean, you know, means to you, whether it's family, uh, spirituality, financial yeah. success, etc. 
Yeah, I think that's really important as well that, you know, everyone's version or everyone's idea of success is completely different. So, no, that's amazing, man. And, I'm, and you're going to have obviously some uh, some huge impact across the globe and uh, absolutely love love what you're doing. Now, let's get stuck into these five steps because, as I said, I was completely drawn in um, when you were chatting at the Elevated Boot Camp and it's not like these steps were things that people have never heard before, but it, it was very impactful. So let's start with let's start with number one, man. Well, I can tell you this, you know, I've got more, but they, that was a, they had a lot of big speakers there. So we all had limited time. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I picked the five factors to success that I believe if everyone follows, they're guaranteed success. The number one I talked about was take a chance. You know, a lot of people don't understand that in order to get what you want, you need to be able to let go of what you have. And everyone is afraid to take a chance because they fear more about what happens if they fail rather than fearing more what happens if they don't change, if they stay the same. So taking a chance is a major factor. There's so many people that don't take a chance. They're too afraid of, of losing what they have when in reality they don't even want what they have. So why would you be afraid to lose what you have in order to go for what you want? And, and believe it or not, most people are afraid to do that. So the number one thing is to take a chance. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, like you said, like, and I think the other thing I was actually talking to a client about this the other day and she's uh, she's about to, to launch her own business and she's got a product which is going to do extremely well and and she's kind of really worried about launching and trying to make sure everything's perfect and stuff and and I just said to her I said like well, look what's the what's the worst thing that can happen and you know she was like oh well people may not use my products and I said well you know you have an amazing product um if that's the worst thing that can happen then what are you what are you worried about at the moment your your product is not out there to the world you're not able to have any impact because it hasn't launched yet so um I really really liked that that first step yeah, well, check this out. See, here's, here's what you need to say to her when you talk to her again. Your biggest fear is people won't use your product, which is what's prohibiting you from going out there. When in reality, your biggest fear is already a reality. People already aren't using your product. That's awesome. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, 100%. Look at it like maybe, maybe picking up a girl or asking a girl out on a date. Most guys will see a beautiful woman they could only dream about dating walking by. And then I say, why didn't you go introduce yourself and ask her out? Because she might have said no. What does that mean? Well, that means she might have not went with me. And then I got to show them she's not going with you now. Like you're so afraid of losing what you don't have in that case. When you already don't have it that you literally ensured that you'll never have it. See, I'll go up and talk to that girl. I'll take that chance. I'll make that move because I already know that taking a chance is vital. If you don't take a chance, nothing's going to happen. You will not make a basket. You do not shoot. So at the end of the day, I fear more about what's going to happen if I stay the same than if I lose, than if I fail, than if nobody uses my product. I can promise you, your friend is fearing what is already happening and that's causing her to make it a reality. That's awesome. What was the, what was the MJ quote? You miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take or something like that. Exactly. exactly. You, you're never going to make a basket. You don't throw. That's it. That's it. That's you know, awesome. 
not only that, people fear um, ridicule. People fear being judged. Listen, judged. yeah, like, listen, don't worry about what so-and-so is doing and what so-and-so thinks of you. Worry about what you think of you. So in order to help yourself take that chance and make that move, don't worry about what the world might think and how dumb you might look and how you might fail and get laughed at and ridiculed. Cause that's the main reason people are afraid. What's my wife going to say? What are my friends going to say? My parents are going to tell me they told me so, you know, why are you so worried about what the outside world believes when, when in reality, the only person that matters is you. What you believe is what yeah. matters. hundred percent. All right, step number one. So now let's move on to step number two. Number two is another one that's ironic because most people avoid problems. So the number two thing that you need to be able to do and do on a regular basis is solve problems. Now, think about most people. Every day they wake up and the first thing they want to avoid is problems. Like, do you want a bunch of problems throughout the day? Everyone's going to say, well, of course not. Yeah, that's it. Well, it's the opposite, man. You want problems. Problems is how you get rich. Problems is how you get good. Problems is how you improve. Problems is where you develop. So you should be looking for problems. You should be bouncing out of bed, excited to see and face and solve problems. You have to get very good at solving problems. How do you get good at anything? You, you do it and you do get, it. You practice it. Yeah, exactly. You practice it. You do it with repetition. You, you get really good at something. Well, the better you are at solving problems, the more likely you are to succeed. If you want a million dollars, solve a million problems or yeah, solve one big problem. Yeah. And then look at what most people do. They go out and avoid problems. Everything they do and live for is to avoid problems. They're seeking comfort when in reality it's discomfort that actually grows you. So when you go to the gym, it's not uncomfortable doing one curl. It's not uncomfortable doing one minute of cardio. It's uncomfortable doing it over and over with, with, with a high number of reps and weight. The uncomfort is the soreness. Well, guess what? That's what that's change. Where, that's where the growth is, man. That is where you're going to grow. So why are you seeking comfort when in reality, discomfort is where it's happening? Hmm. So it's just an opposite mindset. People want to seek comfort. So, so they nine times out of 10 don't become comfortable because they're seeking comfort. When in reality, if you really want to be comfortable, seek to be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, you know, doing the work it takes to get successful. But guess what? It's just as uncomfortable being broke. Yeah. I always, uh, I always tell my clients get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's where the real, real results are going to happen. And that's where you're really going to grow. Obviously not only physically, but as a person and, and with whatever your goal is. Exactly. And problems are uncomfortable. And again, because we as human beings are seeking comfort and seek ease, we avoid problems. Well, guess what, folks? You want to be successful? Write this down. 
get good at solving problems and look for problems and enjoy problems and attack problems. Do not avoid them. Look for them and attack them. And over time, you will get very good at solving them. And then pretty soon, you will be a problem solver and problem solvers get paid. That's awesome. That's great. And hey, without problems, life would be boring as fuck anyway. So uh, (laughs) I like that point as well, Brad. Yeah, well, imagine watching a football game where there were no challenge (laughs) and and objections. No one would watch sports. They'd be boring as hell, like you just said. Exactly right. All right, step number three. Step number three. Step number three, and it's it's really a factor. It's not necessarily a step. There's five factors. The first one is take a chance. Don't be afraid. The second one is solve problems. Get good at it and embrace them. Look for them. Don't avoid them. And the third one is don't be afraid to make adjustments. See, everybody thinks, you know, I need to put my blinders on and just stay in one beeline direction. Well, if you went through life without any variation, you're going to crash all the time. If you get in an airplane and do not make adjustments on the way to your destination, you will never reach your destination. Do you realize an airplane makes adjustments the entire way? Hmm. The entire way, the wind blows, knocks them off course. They got to make an adjustment to get back on path. So at the end of the day, most people are afraid to make adjustments because they've been taught to not make adjustments. Hey, listen, if you really want it, man, go for it. Never stop and just don't listen to anybody that's hating on you. Just keep going, keep going. And people don't realize that, listen, you need to be able to make adjustments. You need to listen to the data that's going on and, and not be afraid to make adjustments. When I started my company, I actually started out a training company and then the training company I was listening to the data and I made an adjustment then I went to a interactive or a, a interactive CD-ROM training company and then I made another adjustment and I put that online and I created an online training system for myself and then I ran into a bunch of problems and, and situations and I solved them and made another adjustment and then I became a provider of, of software which I never set out to do that but listening to the adjustments, I mean, listening to the data and, and making slight adjustments along the way is kind of how I ended up succeeding. Just like if you're driving to L.A. or Sydney, in your case, or Perth, yeah. you know, listen, yeah. I'm going to stick off down the road. I know the direction I'm taking. Hey, listen, I'm not saying don't change directions. But if you're driving down a road and you see a monster collision in the middle of the freeway and you really need to keep going where you're going, what are you going to do? You're going to make a change. Hey, you're going to make an adjustment yeah, or, you're going to go, or you're going to join the crash. You know, make an adjustment. Go left for a little bit. You'll end up where you're going if that's where you're going. But at the end of the day, don't be afraid to make adjustments. Definitely. And that's ex- it's exactly the same with, uh, you know, obviously we're not talking about one thing in particular here, but obviously with health and fitness, it's exactly the same for you guys that are listening. Like, if your goal is to lose body fat and you go in with a plan of attack, you go in with, you know, you want to eat X amount of calories, you're going to train this amount of times and you get to a point where you plateau, then if you're continuing to do the same shit over and over again and expecting a different result, it's not going to happen. So just the same as, uh, as in business or in anything else, you need to be willing to make that adjustment. Uh, I really like that number three. And I also really like number four, this one, um, I really enjoyed on the day and, uh, I'm I'm a massive fan of this next one. So would you want to go into number four for us, Brad? Number four is train and, and develop on a constant basis. Most people 
you know, do not seek out personal development as much as they should. I mean, at the end of the day, it's train your ass off. Hmm. Right. I mean, every day you need to wake up and realize that everyone you meet knows something you don't, you know, something you can learn from bums on the street and you can learn from billionaires at the end of the day, if you're not learning and training and seeking knowledge every day, you're, 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 you're going to have a much harder time succeeding. Um, everyone that I talk to, you know, that says, Hey, we, we do train. Well, when I start to look at what they're doing, they're mistaking, um, you know, reading a book as training or taking a course as training. Listen, training isn't something you did. It's something you do. Okay. You train to get a body. You train to get abs. Does that mean you go in and do it once and then you're done? No, it's an ongoing thing. People need to understand there's four key ingredients to effective training. Otherwise you're not training. Reading a book once doesn't, is not training. That's reading a book. Okay. If you want to train, you have to go through that book with repetition. Who wants to go to a plastic surgeon that performed the procedure once? Who wants to go to church with a pastor that read the Bible once? You know, at the end of the day, repetition is key. I'll give you the four key ingredients to train effectively. There has to be good content because if you train someone effectively to do it wrong, they'll do it wrong. They'll do it wrong, yeah. So you need to, you need to have good content. Then you need repetition. That's why we say our ABCs a thousand times when we're a kid. That's why school is 12 years, not 12 days. Because you need repetition to actually learn the material. How many times have you met people and forgot their name? Well, that's because they only introduced themselves once and you forgot it. Well, what if they said their name 81 times in the first 30-minute conversation? You'll never <laughs> forget their name ever again. Right. So at the end of the day, you need repetition to actually learn the material. Back in high school or back in school, we could all do fractions, right? Because we were going through with repetition. Here we are 10, 20, 30 years later. Not many people can still remember and, and understand how to do fractions. In fact, 10 out of 7 people don't understand fractions. <laughs> That's it. 10 out of 7. Nice. Yeah, so at the end of the day, you have, you have to have the repetition. And then the third one is practice and role play. You need to practice things to become better. Practice is the key to improvement and, and mastery. You know, when you go in and when you're at the gym and you see somebody doing curls, but they're swinging their back and they're doing them wrong, how effective are those curls going to be at, at the end result? Not very effective. Why? Well, because they don't know what they're doing. They're doing a curl, but the form is incorrect. The weight might the wrong be thing. Right. But then you, you go look at that individual at the gym a year later when someone's taught them the right knowledge, someone knows the, the correct form. They, 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 they did it with repetition. They have the content and now they're, and they've practiced and they've, and they've done it over and over. Well, now you look at whether you're learning to sell something or you're learning a trade or a skill or a soft skill. It doesn't, it doesn't change. You still have to have practice and role play and practice and role play. Okay. So when you say, well, I read the book, I'm, I'm training. No, you're not. You're reading a book. Are you practicing what you read in that book? Are there exercises that you're practicing on a regular basis? Are you reading the book more than once? Is it a good book to begin with? Because you have to have practice and accountability if you're going to train effectively. And then the fifth one is accountability. Not only do you have to hold yourself accountable, but you should be held accountable. 
Just mm-hmm. like if you're training someone at a gym and they keep doing the curl wrong, eventually the, the trainer, because they're trainers, right? It's, they're, they're training you. They're going to go in there and they're going to hold you accountable to the proper form. They're gonna, even if they have to lower the weight. Like whatever the case may be, we need to change something so you get the proper form to get the proper gains. So there's no different in, in training, whether you're learning to sell or learning to be a plumber or learning to build a business or learning to read a financial statement. You have to have accountability and, and, and be held accountable. So those are the four things. Good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. If those four ingredients are not involved, it's not training. And when I say one of the factors is train your ass off, it means the kind of training that actually works, the kind of training that is training. Not read a book, training, yeah. not watch a video on a subject, actually train. You can read a book more than once, you know. You can practice what's in the book. You can go practice and execute and, 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 and role play the, the disciplines or techniques that are in that book. You can apply training techniques to anything. I'm not saying don't read a book. Of course you, you want to read a book, but apply it to training. So one of the five factors, number four, is train your ass off. And it's important that you actually train. I love it. And, and that's the thing. How many people read a book that motivates them or read a book that's full of, you know, absolute golden nuggets, but then absolutely do nothing with it. Um, you know, oh. it's, it's like people that even, even the event that we were talking about before the, the elevated boot camp. you know, so many people would have left that day feeling extremely motivated, absolutely pumped up to go and, and implement or love the things that they heard that day. But then you look at how many people actually took action and did something with that. And the percentage is usually quite low. So number four, I love. And number five, I think I love even more. This is something that I, I say very often uh, through my social media and through to my clients in general. Um, so what's number five, Brad? Number five is just outdo yesterday. Awesome. Most, people are, most people are too worried about what everyone else is doing and they're trying to compare themselves to this influencer or that person like me comparing myself to what apparently is your physique is irrelevant. (laughs) It's irrelevant what you look like based on what I look like. If my goal is to look like you, I still don't compare myself to you. I don't compare myself to what you did yesterday. I compare myself to what I did because guess what? You're going in there throwing on three, three plates. If I go in there and try to emulate that, I probably hurt myself. So what do I have to do? Right. It's what I have to do. So when you outdo yesterday, it means ultimately what you did, right? Not what someone else did. What did you do today? Well, I did five sit-ups. Okay, well, then just outdo yesterday. Today, I better do six or seven or eight. And then, and then next thing you know, I do look like you. But if I spend my whole life trying to compare myself to you, Nine times out of 10, I'm going to get discouraged because after four months, I don't look anything like you. I'm giving up. This is bullshit. Or it's you, you know, I, Yeah, or I get discouraged. Why? Because I'm comparing myself to you. Listen, don't worry about the dickhead on Instagram who has a Ferrari. You don't know their story, and, they, and that has nothing to do with you. If you focus on outdoing yesterday, you will continually improve and continually grow. And over time, you will end up where you want to be if you just worry about outdo yesterday. What did you do? Don't compare yourself. Prepare yourself. Don't worry about what others are doing. Worry about what you did. I love that, man. And this is awesome. I, I 
as I said before, I'm so appreciative that you joined the show today, man. And, um, you know, I'm absolutely pumped up. It's nice and early here. I've had my coffee and what a way to start the day. So to recap, guys, t- uh, these five factors, number one, take a chance. Number two, learn to solve problems. Number three, don't be afraid to adjust. Number four, train with good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. And number five, outdo yesterday. Uh, Brad, look, I'm going to be very um, mindful of your time, man, so I won't hold you up any longer. But I wanted to kind of finish off the interview and just find out what's next for Bradley. And and uh, obviously, you've got the uh, the podcast as well, uh, Dropping Bombs, I believe it is. Yeah, Dropping Bombs on wherever the podcasts are. Yeah, yeah. So where else can people find you to come and see more of your content? And, and also, as I said, what is next for Bradley? Oh, you can find me at, you know, on any social media platform, usually at the real Brad Lee. That's L-E-A. Um, what's next for me? I, you know, I've got a big job ahead of me, so I, I don't think anything's next. I think I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, which is getting the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it so we can live in a more successful world. And that's a big job. I don't think, I don't think there's anything other I don't think there's anything more important than that. And I'm just finding more and more people to help me in my mission. You know, you, you could help a lot of people with fitness and health, you know? So my mission would be to find people like you that have the knowledge and let's get it to the people that need it or don't have it. Um, you know, if, 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 if I asked you literally, and I want you to answer literally, don't, don't worry about what answer you think I want to hear. I want you to answer it honestly and literally. Who, who in this world has knowledge? Who has knowledge? Yeah. I think the people that have the most knowledge are the ones that are the most passionate about what their niche is or what they, what they want to, you know, not only learn themselves, but what they want to be able to share with other people. That's, that's my opinion anyway. Like for, I'll give myself as an example, like, the reason why, you know, my, my goal is to impact as many people as I can through health and fitness. So that is my kind of motivation to get that knowledge. So I feel as though people that are the absolute top of their game uh, and the ones that are wanting to impact others are the ones with the most knowledge. Right. But the question wasn't who has the most knowledge. I said, who has knowledge? The people that have access to the information to get the knowledge. Right. Well, in my estimation, everyone has knowledge. Everyone. Yeah, everyone has knowledge. Everyone has knowledge. And in that same question, who needs knowledge? Everyone. Everyone. So if everyone has it and everyone needs it, and my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it, I pretty much need 8 billion people using Lightspeed and tapping into that particular knowledge that they're passionate about. So I've got a huge job. That's what's next, man. I'm just going to continue to build the company and, and, and span the globe with, with the right knowledge. Cause with the right knowledge, success is guaranteed. I do have a book coming out called the hard way. Um, the hard way. When, when is that coming up? You know, I don't know because, you know, I write it. It's it's kind of, uh, I'm writing it myself. There's no ghostwriter or anything. It's lessons yep. that I've learned along the way. Like, you know, the five factors that we just covered, you know, are just a few. I mean, there's actually way more than that. I've learned the hard way my entire life. And when I look back, it's easy to see what I did wrong. 
you know, when you look back, it's easy to see. Moving forward, it's not so easy. So all I keep doing is looking back and picking out the things that really were instrumental in my success that anyone can apply. Because if I can do it, but you can't, then it's not that valuable of information. But, you know, for example, learn to sell. People are afraid to learn to sell because they say, well, I'm not a salesperson or I'm not good at sales or I don't like sales. I don't like being pushy. They're, they've got the wrong information. They need yeah. the right knowledge. You need to learn to sell to close your spouse, to close your kids, to close yourself. You need to learn to sell. You need to stay and be prepared. You need to stay prepared. Don't, 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 you know, most people get prepared and they're successful. How about just stay prepared? You need to be able to build your own confidence. You need to be able to eliminate self-doubt. You need to be able to eliminate emotions when it comes to making decisions, especially when it comes to business. You need to be able to specifically determine what the next level is. Too many people want to go to the next level. And when you ask them, what is the next level? They don't have an answer. How the hell are you supposed to get somewhere, especially the next level, when you don't even know what the next level is? You need to be able to forgive yourself and others. Too many people walking around with a chip on their shoulder, and it's costing them a lot of success and relationships. Learn how to make valuable relationships. Learn how to build a relationship. I mean, relationships are the new economy. Without the relationships I've built, I would not be here. Too many people I, don't know how to build a relationship and keep one. You know, never put money over value. If, I, if you told me right now, hey, you can make $10 million from me and we're done. I'm going to tell everyone that you screwed me. Or you can make $1 million from me and I will tell everybody that you're the best dude on earth because I got so much value. I would choose the $1 million. I would not choose the $10 million over the value. So too many people out there are worried about collecting the dollar when they want to collect the value. They want to be valuable people. They want a good exchange in the world. I can keep going, man, but I don't know how, loud your, how long your podcast is, so maybe we'll save this for another episode. But the hard way is the book, and it's going to touch on a lot more things than the five factors. That's great, man. And 100% let's keep in contact and, and keep me up to date with where you're at with the book. And I'll make sure that all of your social links and everything are in the show notes today. So the audience can follow along with your content and how the progress is with the book. But once it comes out, um, let's definitely catch up again. We'll, well, let's have another chat and we'll make sure that those that are listening today can get their hands or, or ears if you're doing an audio book on that on that book because the content is amazing and um and i know you're going to continue to have an impact on on so many people so again brad just on behalf of the fitness and lifestyle podcast i'd love to just uh give you my gratitude for for joining us today man um very appreciative no man i appreciate you giving me the opportunity appreciate it Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I know you have taken a lot of value from the episode, which is awesome. If you have, please do take a screenshot of today's episode and post it on your Instagram story. Tag myself, tag Brad at the real Brad Lee. As I said, I'll put his, his link to his Instagram and stuff in the show notes. We'd love to get your feedback. Uh, we hope you're having a fantastic day. Make sure you have subscribed to the show if you haven't already and look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode. You rock.